Before we get into the episode, we just want to say a big thank you for listening to House Party. We are nothing without our audience. If you're listening in the Apple Podcast app, please scroll down and give us a five-star rating. Uh, If you have time, give us a review. It helps people discover us, and it'll help our community grow. So let's start the episode. Welcome to House Party, a podcast where real estate, news, and pop culture collide, coming straight to you from the editors of Realtor.com. I'm Natalie Way. And I'm Rachel Stoltz. And it's ladies' episode again. Yeah. <laughs> Who rules the world? We do. We um, do. <laughs> sorry, Eric. All right. So the first story that we're going to jump into today is about... The Property Brothers, who our co-worker actually met. Do you remember Claire? Did, did you know that Claire went to go meet them? No. Yeah. Really? Yeah, last week. she It was like a PR event, but they were there. It was at 9 a.m. And she broke walls with them and like hammered things. And What? <laughs> took pictures with them. I think it was for, it was like a Chase event because they have like the partnership with Chase, you know? <laughs> None of this is making any sense. 9 a.m. Chase broke balls. It's a Mad Lib. But uh, yeah, so Claire met the Property Brothers. She said they were really tall and really energetic and like they, they were just on, which makes a lot I guess of sense. you have to be if you're in the business. Right, right, right. Um, but anyway, so one of the Property Brothers, um, wait, I forget which one. <laughs> Drew. Drew uh, and his wife Linda were in People Magazine and they were talking about their bedroom and the color that they decided to paint the walls. The color is black. Um, how do you feel about black walls in the bedroom or in any room in the house at all? Uh, I think it's a bold choice. I'm not, uh, I'm not totally opposed to it. I just think that you have to know what you're doing, but I would hope that a property brother mm-hmm. of all people would know a, a, a <laughs> how, to, how to do it and how to execute it. Um, and it sounds like they did. I, um, I'm actually in favor of a black wall. I think there's a way to do it, especially if you do it like Drew says that they did, which is, you know, balancing it out with warmer tones and, mm-hmm. and things that are a lot brighter. And they probably have good natural lighting in their room, too. Um, that's, that seems like kind of a non-negotiable when you're going to do a black wall. Um, yeah, again... They probably know how to do it right. Mm-hmm. A lot of people say you, you can't do black in a bedroom. It's just, it's a faux pas thing to have black in the bedroom for your wall color. And we wanted to prove people wrong because in our bedroom, there are so many warm tones. We have black walls, but there are a lot of tones to lighten it up and give it feeling and character. It is the most relaxing mm-hmm. vibe in that master bedroom. I mean, I kind of dig it. There aren't pictures of it, are there? That might be forthcoming. <laughs> I would. I really would like to see it. The, I know the the way they describe it. I think I. I think I'd like it. But again, it seems like the type of thing that would be easy to do badly. Totally. The Property Brothers also. We're just like Property Brothers Central here. Um, they were on the Kelly Clarkson talk show. Which did you know that Kelly Clarkson has a talk show? 
I just realized literally yesterday because I was working from home and I had on the news and it turned into the Kelly Clarkson show. So, yes, um, I did know. That makes me happy because I love Kelly Clarkson. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Like, you know, not like a super, super fan, but I went to a free concert of hers one time. Oh. <laughs> That's another I, story. I mean, I like her. I think she's cool. I didn't know she had a talk show, but good for her. Um, anyway, so she had the Property Brothers on, Drew and Scott. No, Drew and Jonathan Scott. <laughs> uh, <laughs> They were talking about a project they just completed. Um, they were involved in the Brady Bunch house renovation that HGTV did. And so they were saying that the next house that they might want to make over is the Golden Girls house. The emotions in the end when all the Bradys came back through the house, it, the emotions were on high and, and it was a lot of... So we're thinking thousand. next, Golden Girls house. Yeah! Oh that would be amazing. Here's my thing, man. They keep... They keep remaking everything. I want them to remake Golden Girls. Right? Like Designing Women. I will play Blanche. I I think that's one of those shows because it is on Netflix or Hulu or it's on some streaming platform where people have been rediscovering, like younger people have been rediscovering it. Um, So there seems to be a new audience for it. And the house itself is in L.A. So it's the same situation as the Brady Bunch. Um, So they want to actually restore it to look like that. 80s Miami or South Florida kind of right vibe right okay Got yeah it. um it's I'm not saying it would be easy to find things that match that design style but it's just it's very ingrained the in our brains you're like saying what the, that looks like the Golden Girls house yeah yeah like that's kind of the key to it is if you do one of these house renovations it has to the house has to be something that sticks out in people's minds mm-hmm. you know we were talking about like oh which other sitcom houses would be fun to see remade um what would you like to see yeah there was i didn't actually want to i didn't execute. watch this show but um claire our coworker was saying designing women that house is one that she thinks would be a good candidate. Did you watch Designing Women? I did. I I know it has kind of a cult fan base these days. Um, I think it was just because the premise was like, oh, this is they have like an interior designers. design. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they have like an interior design business, and they it's it's in this house, and like you know, so the outside's iconic, and then like the, the design studio on the inside is like you know, yeah, recognizable. So. Well, and that's what we've talked about it before in the podcast. Jeff Franklin was hoping to do with the Full House House right. in San Francisco was to actually purchase it and restore the inside to look like the the set of the show. And then ultimately, for various reasons, did not do that. They ended up making over the inside the inside of the house, and it, I would argue it looks better than. Oh, it possibly ever could have. Yeah, it's um, it's like really chic inside. Whereas, yeah, but looks nothing like the TV show. No, um, no, no. It's like a it's like a very elegant, like yeah, gorgeous San Francisco Victorian. Um, but like, would I want to buy something that actually looked like the Full House house inside? I do, I do think the Full House house was pretty iconic. Yeah, in terms of its decor, very nineties, very nineties. Um. Trying to think of others. I know. Like, I was thinking, 
Sabrina the Teenage Witch right. or Sabrina Teenage Witch. Family Matters or Boy Meets World. Boy Meets World. Clarissa explains it all. Mm. I mean, I was even thinking this is a bit later than like a 90s or like 80s or 70s sitcom, but I was thinking like the OC. <laughs> it's not even a sitcom. You're a big OC fan. I'm a huge OC fan. <laughs> that ho- The Cohen's house, like the houses, the houses on that show were so iconic though. Like y- you knew... Like, if I were to see I the... I remember them. Oh, man. Because it was, like, that model, like, that, that McMansion style. Yeah, I do remember that. Postal home. I don't know. I was just, like, obsessed with it. Is then. there an old or current show? If you could remake your house into... To look like Oh, my anything, God. Some... Is there one that you would model it off of? I mean, the house is on... Big Little Lies are pretty incredible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I guess that's a good point. I think like um, <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking like Modern Family. <laughs> well, those houses are cool you totally too. Took it to the next level. <laughs> like Cam and um, Mitchell's. Yeah, Mitchell's place. Yeah. yeah. Um, Nicole Kidman's pl- house on Big Little Lies is mm. so beautiful. With this whole like remaking of shows and the nostalgia factor that people are just love and it seems that Hollywood's like capitalizing on it. I could definitely see them remaking more houses, especially since the Brady Bunch house was so well received. Um, and successful. Yeah. Yeah. It just needs to be a house that's like on that, the same caliber. as that. Natalie. Yes. (laughs) How much, tell me, how much square footage would you expect to get for $1,000 a month? For $1,000, okay, let me see. For $1,000, I would want to get, wait, this is, okay, <laughs> like 300 square feet, maybe 300 square feet? So you'd be okay with less than like a typical studio apartment, but you'd expect some square footage, right? Yes, a thousand would to get a studio apartment would be for for a thousand dollars would be insane. Um, in New York, specifically. In New York, specific. Right. Yes, we are talking about. Right. It depends. It depends on the location. Um, but yeah, it, it, smaller than a studio apartment. Uh, but you'd still have room for a bed, like a, a, a right sizable bed. I want to talk about the fact that there are some people paying $1,000 a month for just a bed. What do you think of that? Um, I, I would guess that they are living in cities like San Francisco, New York, Los Angeles. Uh, yeah. So there's this new um, startup. It's an ups- uh, called an upscale hostel. It's called Podshare. Mm. And it's where you can pay $1,000 a month for a bunk bed in a large room occupied mostly by other people and they have this pod share startup has locations uh five locations i think in la and one in san francisco they have guests coming from all over including new york venezuela japan they share bathrooms a kitchen and common rooms so are these and staffers who live on site clean up after them and cook meals with them so it's a hostel sort of scenario but you pay a thousand dollars a month to live there permanently okay so it's like a hostile situation (laughs) yeah 
and a hostile situation. <laughs> uh, for a thousand dollars a month, you get free utilities, basic toiletries, coffee, and food staples like peanut butter and ramen noodles. So there's very limited privacy is one of the cons. Right. And no sex is allowed, I want to point out. Oh, that's a rule? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it's a rule. But then people have said that they've met their um, spouse there. So, like, love does bloom, but you just can't act upon it in the confines of the pod share. Yeah. So if they want to go and, like, have private time, they have to, like, go to a hotel. Find somewhere else. Wow. Rent a hotel room. Or go on vacation. Okay. I will say, I'm going to put my brother on blast for, it's not really on blast, but um, one of my brothers was staying at his friend's place in San Francisco and he was sleeping on his couch. And I think he was paying like 600 or 700 for that. Whoa. For how long? He was there for a few months. Okay. So. On the couch. Was it a pullout at least? I'm not sure. Like a futon? I don't know if it was a futon. (laughs) He had his reasons. I think it was convenience, you know, being close to where he was working. I mean, I know that he really enjoys that f- the friend that he was staying with. Like it was, it was cool to like be living with like him. It worked. Yeah, it worked. And my brother's very low maintenance, so it was totally. And he didn't have a girlfriend, so it was like totally fine. I mean, I think his friends would like like if he ever brought someone back. I'm like totally like spilling my brother's personal. <laughs> information but i think you know the the roommates are they'd be nice friends they would say go use my room for yeah you know put a sock on the door your room is my room yeah exactly so i think people in these more expensive markets have to get creative um Mm. when it comes to making ends meet and having a place to live i can see the value in it for sure it's really sad that it has to come right that people have to spend that much money for that little space though that's, it's that's, it's one answer to this housing crisis that yeah. just keeps intensifying it's places become more and more unaffordable um right this article in the huffington post says a few likened it to a dystopian nightmare <laughs> i don't think it's a dystopian nightmare i think it's just <laughs> the nature of our society <laughs> and the nature of supply and demand i mean I'm not, I'm no economist, but I mean, it does, I guess I does. I do feel like a thousand dollars a month seems high, but you're in LA or San Francisco where a studio is going to be like $2,500, right? Not in LA, but in San Francisco, like you are paying over 2000 for a studio. So would this, would you seriously consider this? I don't think so because I hate people. Yeah. Like, would you rather move back in with your parents at this point? Oh, I would definitely either move back in with my parents or find some other situation where, like, in a cheaper area, I think. Where, I mean, I think these people are paying $1,000 a month to live in L.A. or to live in San Francisco. I would much rather, you know, move somewhere, live somewhere crappy with a roommate and pay less just to get back on my feet. It just all depends on, yeah, what you can tolerate <laughs> for a couple months. Um, Public nudity is not allowed. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's probably for the best. 
No drugs or excessive inebriation. That doesn't surprise me at all. This sounds like the dorm. This is the dorms. And sleepovers are prohibited, so goodbye dating life. Goodbye, like, even if you have a friend that's coming into town. It's not like I have much of one anyway. What? <laughs> not like I have much of one anyway. Oh. Um, <laughs> you have an option. Yeah, it sounds like this Pay is mo- freshman. Or what was his name? What? The guy from Tinder. <laughs> yeah, I I think I got rid of him. Oh, good. That was probably for the best. He kept pushing, and I was just like, good luck. If you listeners are interested to hear about <laughs> you can email us at podcast no. at realtor.com, and Rachel will maybe tell you the story if you're nice. No. If you get five of your friends to listen. <laughs> <laughs> So we did a story recently on the most profitable home remodeling projects. This is a topic that a lot of home sellers want to know about or people who are homeowners who may potentially put their home on the market. Um, You want to know what's going to get you the most amount of money uh, when when it comes time to sell your home. So there was a study from the National Association of Realtors, NAR, and Rachel, I... I'm going to quiz you. <laughs> it's quiz time. I love a quiz. <laughs> I am probably going to fail. <laughs> All right. So the master suite is the most expensive, the most, the costliest of the, all the renovations, according to the NAR. Uh, how much does the typical master suite renovation cost? Okay. I find that surprising. Yeah, well, because it's—I mean, it's a ba- its a master bathroom and a master bedroom. Okay. Um, how much is the average master suite renovation? I'm going to give you some choices. Okay. Good. A. Seventy-five thousand dollars. B. One hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Oh, it's going higher. Okay. C. $175,000. Oh, my God. Okay, wait. Let me let me read you those choices. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Let me, do, let me read you the choices because that was too high. Hold on. Okay. All right. How – okay. These are your choices for the master suite. Okay. A, $40,000. B, $75,000. C, $150,000. Or D, $200,000. I'm between B or C, and I'm not sure which one. I'm going to say, knowing that it's the costliest, I'm going to say C. hundred. What was it, 150000 Yes, that is right, hundred and fifty. Oh, wow, yeah. look at me. Yeah, the average master suite renovation, according to NAR, costs $150,000. Damn. Okay. Um, another staple room that people like to renovate is the bathroom. Um, this will set homeowners back. I'll give you choices. $15,000 on average. $35,000 on average. $50,000 on average. Or $60,000 on average for a bathroom. Bathroom on average... I'm going to go with, what was that, B, 35000 That is correct. 
Wow, look at me. It's so good. <laughs> You're a champion. So I swear I did not read the story. I'm not, I am ill-informed on this. Okay, right. So, yes, bathroom, $35,000 average. Uh, do you know what the most lucrative home improvement that owners can make is? Let me give you Open-ended. some choice. Let me give you some choices. All right, thank you. Thank you, Natalie. Because um, there's a lot of home improvements that people can make. The most lucrative home improvement owners can make is landscaping the front yard. B, a new foundation. C, putting a new roof in. Mm-hmm. Or D, installing new windows. Ooh. Most lucrative home improvement project. Landscaping, foundation, roof, or windows. Landscaping? That is incorrect. Is it windows? Nope. Which one was it? It was roof. <laughs> one of the other two. <laughs> oh, the roof. <laughs> a new well, roof, just... according to the report. Huh. Okay. Lucrative. I just worked on a story about replacing your roof, and it's very expensive. So I figured... It's expensive, Maybe however, it's not a lucrative thing. Okay. According to the report, those who spend an estimated $7,500 on that essential upgrade got back $8,000 or 107% in resale value. Um, and then new flooring is also very lucrative. Um, it costs an estimated 70, uh, excuse me, it costs an estimated 47 hundred dollars but added five thousand dollars to the price of a home so that's a hundred and three percent return you know it's it's adding a little bit to your resale value and it could add more i mean buyers love to see oh the roof was just redone like that could sweeten the pot right. for people just knowing that little detail so right okay i think that was oh yeah i covered my last question too so for the most part if you're fixing something up um, it's going to stand out to buyers. However, if you're going to select one thing, definitely focus on the roof, the kitchen, or a bathroom. And thank you, Rachel. I think you you got a pretty good score on this. Um, thank you. I think you got. I'll put it on the fridge. Yeah, I'll I'll email you your results. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Listeners, if you want to check out this story on the most profitable home remodeling projects, you can go to Realtor.com slash news. Uh, It's time now for Winners and Losers, the segment at the end of the episode where we discuss celebrities and the real estate they bought, sold, and rented. And we pick a loser and a winner each week, and it's based off of the deals that they made. Did they lose money on a deal? Did they make money on a deal? Celebrity winners and losers. So this week, we're going to start with our loser. Uh, The losers are Tom Brady and Giselle Bündchen. Very wealthy non-losers by other standards. Um, Yeah, I mean... (laughs) Nobody's they, crying any tears right now. But. No, like defending world champion football quarterback um, Tom Brady of the New England Patriots. Uh, they listed their Brookline, Massachusetts mansion. I think we discussed this in a previous. Mm-hmm, I think they were we actually our winners for this. They were. 
because <laughs> we thought that they were going to get what they wanted. I know. I mean, it was not. wishful thinking because they listed the price. They listed the house for um, $39.5 million. And uh, that proved to be way too high. And they most recently cut. They cut the price from 30. 30- Nine point yeah. five million down to thirty three point nine million. So it was a, a price chop of five point six million dollars, which right. is definitely not nothing. Not nothing. I mean, thirty three point nine million is still <laughs> insanely high. Yeah, for a hefty house. chunk of change. But you know, it's um, it's a price cut. Therefore, that's why there are losers. Uh, The property is huge. It's um, almost 10,000 square feet. It's five bedroom, five baths. Um, It has a wine room, gym, spa, detached guest house with yoga studio. It's fully decked. The interior is beautiful. There's an organic vegetable garden. They're like, you know, they're crazy about their diet. Not crazy, but they're very um, (laughs) particular about what they put in their bodies. It's it's a gorgeous house. Who knows if they're going to get their price but, um, yeah, they've cut it, and that's why there are losers. Yeah, and our guess is just right that they're, they just are asking too much for the area, correct? Yeah. Um, I mean, Brook, Brookline is an expensive neighborhood, but they definitely have one of the most expensive properties in the area. So they're probably right. just trying to make their asking price align a little bit or get a little bit closer to what you can get in Brookline. Um, right. The house definitely has a lot of value, but people care about comps and um, they like to know that they're not overpaying for anything. So that's why they are losers. Um, and then should we move on to winner? Yeah. Do you want to talk about the winner? No doubt. No doubt. <laughs> Our winner this week is Gwen Stefani. Um, she just closed a deal on her Beverly Hills mansion for $21 million, 650000 And uh, she and her husband at the time, Gavin Rossdale, bought the place for $13.25 mil, um, in 2006. So that is a profit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she did list the place back in 2017 for 35 million. So there was a price reduction somewhere in here. But as you pointed out, Natalie, um, she still profited. If they uh, they closed the escrow at 21 million six five zero, and then bought the place originally for 13.25 million, that's that's a pretty good profit. Yeah. Um, in terms of the specs on the place it's a 14,865 square foot mansion it's in Beverly Hills it's seven it has seven bedrooms 11 bath uh, bathrooms it's a huge sprawling ranch home um really beautiful it was decorated by Kelly Wurstler uh the interior designer who has a very like glamorous um aesthetic Lots of black and yeah. white, um, very, what is that, like surrealist kind of design it's aesthetic. It's like exactly what you think Gwen Stefani's house would look like on yeah. the inside. It's black and white, bold. marble. It's got extremely bold graphic patterns, lots of black and white stripes, black and white polka dots. There's a red bathroom that looks, that's all red. 
Um, Florida, there's a Florida lot going on in windows. this house. It's not my aesthetic, but <laughs> yeah, it's it's a lot. But I think for I'm, I'm assuming the people who bought this are either like other celebrities or rich people who have very eclectic taste. Um, right. F- lots of Florida ceiling windows. There's a tennis court, um, a crazy Olympic or an infinity pool. It's probably Olympic size because it looks huge. Yeah, it's and if that's not enough, it once belonged to um, Jennifer Lopez. No way. Back in, she bought it back in 2000, and it's reported that she and her ex-husband, Mark Anthony, tied the knot in the backyard. Okay. Okay. So it's got some pet, some celebrity pedigree. Hmm. Interesting. So is Gwen going to live with, what's his face? <laughs> Blake Shelton. Blake Shelton. I think. Oh, they purchased oh, yeah. a home. Yeah, they bought a home together in LA. So Right. And then the Daily Mail also reports that he is putting the finishing touches on a Hawaiian-style lake house on his ranch in Oklahoma. So they have a couple places they can Hawaiian-style uh, in Oklahoma. Cozy up at. Just buy yeah, a I don't house know in what Hawaii. It, I, oh, I don't really know what Hawaiian-style in Oklahoma Just looks buy a like. House I'll in be Hawaii. curious to see. I mean, I know he's from Oklahoma, so I get it. But. Like, how do you – I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see what Hawaii – in Oklahoma looks like I don't really anyway, I don't. she uh they did she did good she uh she is winning that divorce I would say <laughs> and uh yeah she did well so that's why she's our winner of the week and that's it for house party thank you for tuning in we talked about rating and reviewing in the beginning of the episode but if you could also please subscribe that would be awesome um it'll ensure that you get all the episodes delivered to your phone your tablet, whatever device you like to listen to podcasts on. Um, You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts. You can subscribe on Spotify. We are on all the major podcast platforms. You can also reach us via email. We'd love to hear what you have to say. Podcast at Realtor.com is the email address. (laughs) Please find us on all of our social media channels. You can give us a follow and a like on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter. Or you can find us on Instagram. We are at House Party Pod on all three. And we would love to hear from you wherever you would like to communicate with us. Thank you so much for tuning in. And we will catch you next time. Bye. See you next time. Bye. Bye.